0: Greetings and salutations, humans. I'm going. Damn it. <laughs> Look, I checked all the shit before we started it, and now it's all fucked up. Is it a Mercury Gatorade or something? I don't know. <laughs> it is. All right. I think I've done it. Okay, no echo. Greetings and salutations, humans and earthlings and all beings. We love you. Welcome to the obelisk. Tonight's guest is the lovely and beautiful Mel Crow, reporting from Manhattan. Hi. She's the author of Manic in Manhattan 2020 and works at Performance Nutrition Solutions and the Beautiful Mind Collective. And there's that Palm Beach style thing, too. Yep. I don't know how that works from Manhattan, but
1: Well, my family's in Palm Beach, so
0: Of course they are.
1: It's a family situation
0: Have you ever been to, uh, what's that place called? I'll think of it. There's a great Italian restaurant down there
1: Where? In Palm Beach?
0: Yeah They got these great garlic rolls. Oh my god Italian
1: restaurant? Yeah. Yeah I don't know
0: Maybe it was in, but, yeah, it's in West Palm Beach.
1: Oh, there's so many good restaurants.
0: Of course. But
1: I'm stuck in Manhattan. I'm Girl. watching the apocalypse straight up.
2: You're in the belly of the beast.
1: The worst belly of the beast, because the real belly of the beast is the UN. And yes. I'm only a few blocks <laughs> from the evil that is the UN.
2: Yes, in Th- the you, good group.
0: Rockefellers, for giving them that land, bastards. The good oh, really? club.
1: Oh, I know about the good group. Don't get me started. I'm going to get you started.
0: I am going to get you started
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> They're my thing. My my biggest thing is evict the UN.
2: Yes.
0: And just so you well, know, canon on oh, the show is that everything is demons. So just FYI. Oh yeah. No, no, that's no. What, oh, you guys I, mean. I listened
1: to a bunch of your shows today. I, <laughs> right. I get where you're going. Oh, yeah. oh, good. You
2: binged us. Yes,
3: well, I did. First of
2: all, it is, it's, Fabulous to have you on. And uh, I i know you're bringing the woo.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, the truth is I never got married and I don't have kids. So if they want to kill me, eh, they can. We're I'm, all not gonna die. No. I'm not suicidal. not suicidal is That's all I got to say. <laughs> Put that out.
2: But other than that, we are all gonna die, right? We're going there
1: yeah yeah but they've convinced us that if we breathe air or talk to our neighbors that we're gonna die
0: well right now
2: on the west coast breathing air i feel like i could die did you guys
0: know that uh four out of five dentists surveyed say that 10 out of 10 people die
1: oh my god is that amazing or what oh my god
2: there's got to be a back door (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, the fear of dying is what they've implanted in everyone's heads over the last six months to brainwash us into believing that, uh, you know, talking to your neighbor is dangerous.
2: Yeah. You this know? has been, well, on a global scale, that's what's so impressive, if I may say impressive, because look, it's all over the world.
1: Yeah. But how, how easily were we convinced? Mm. You know,
2: I was, not I was wondering, well, not we... us
1: were, but I'm saying like the masses are convinced that the, the flu is a reason to end the world. It's yeah. completely backwards. And what they're doing psychologically to humanity is so disgusting this if you talk about crimes against humanity, what they've done with this Corona is as bad as it gets.
2: Well, do you think we can trace some of the roots of this back to Louis and Marie Antoinette?
1: Absolutely. What are we talking about? It's the same people paid for the the uh, the same the same good group paid for the French Revolution.
2: Yes. Take us back. Take us on this journey.
1: Okay. Okay, well, you know, in the French Revolution, King Louis said, if you get rid of me, you will be in tyranny and they killed him. But the truth of the matter was that the Rothschild family and these bloodline lunatics uh, paid both sides. And now we are dealing with the same exact people, the heirs of uh, the French Revolution that are telling us in America right now that we should fear our neighbors, um, be scared of the air, wear masks, and walk around as if like we're gonna die tomorrow. And, and it's just sickening. It's sickening because the truth is that we're being played again. And because they stopped teaching history when Bill Gates handed out a bunch of computers and I mean, everyone King cheered. Gates.
2: King Gates. Uh,
1: he ain't a king. <laughs> I know. Uh, say he's much closer, much closer to Satan. Kill when Queen, he- C-
2: Queen Gates. Queen Gates. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> but when he handed out all his computers and Oprah was like, Oh my god, Bill Gates giving computers to everyone, free computers. Well, that came with Common Core. Common Core was a dumb down of our society of our children. And now those children are Antifa. Yeah. Well, what
2: about Mel? What about the? uh, I think a lot of people aren't familiar that Louis Louis and Marie's son survived,
1: right? And he came over here. He's the Pesor family. Yes. And uh, what happened was, um, and and this is hidden history which we got exposed hidden. I mean, like I'm on the verge of going back to school to get a Ph.D. and fucking I'm sorry to curse in history. to like, go back and rewrite the truth because the truth has been suppressed. Because when the Clintons came in, don't think it was Obama. Obama had no power, no power. Uh, When the Clintons came in and rewrote history, they rewrote it their way. But what really happened was Uh, when they killed Marie Antoinette and King Louis, they took the son, the son went to the royal family in England. And then when he was 19, they sent him over to, uh, Virginia company, which was, uh, I believe South Carolina. And he moved in with the Bundy family and they started buying up. It's still the French royal family. Don't forget. So these are the pay and they started buying up all the railroads and all of the steel companies and all of the uh, mining companies and everything that connected America. And the truth was that they were really going to give the 50 states to the 50 bloodline, like the 12 bloodlines and, and put, put them out there anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, Daniel Pesor, his real name, he really was King Louis the following, he ended up uh, basically buying America. Mm -hmm. And what happened was they circumvented our constitution and they started um, basically buying not just all the railroads and all the steel companies and all the manufacturing companies, but also the land around it in a hundred year leases. And... um, Basically, the French monarchy came here <laughs> and, and it just started buying up America. And in the act of 1871, they I'm sorry, you guys, I'm in Manhattan and I'm outside. But in 1871, they made the act of 1871, which made um, basically our country a corporation. And from that day forward, our Constitution was circumvented. Yes. And See, a lot, uh,
2: these crumbs are out there. People don't realize that these crumbs are actually out there.
1: Right. But nobody wants. Here's the problem. What happened was, um, I believe I graduated from college in 2000. So and grad school, so I believe that once the Clintons came in and they, first of all, they're all working for the Rockefeller family. They're all working for the Rothschild family. They are working for one world order. They've never lied about it. Uh, George H.W. told us flat out we were going into the new world order. And everyone sits around and thinks, oh, that sounds great. And then they tell us the U.N. is good. The U.N., is all about uh, undermining the constitution of the United States and taking over our country in terms of pulling it into the new world order. So what this is really about at this point is that we are right now functioning under a false uh, government.
2: Yes, and I think that of course we, we understand this, but this is still just absolutely shocking to so many people that cannot grasp anything beyond five days ago, you know, like, it's right. like fashion and seasons. Five minutes ago, it really now it's getting down to five minutes.
1: Well, the truth is that um they're, they're all involved. They're all involved uh, right now. We're not it's not Donald Trump versus Biden. It's Donald Trump versus basically the UN. Yeah, Yeah. it's Donald Trump versus the UN. And the problem is that our country was so dumbed down. Remember, Oprah bringing out, oh, Bill Gates is giving out all these computers and da da da. Well, that came with Common Core. Common Core was to dumb down our children uh, over the last 20 years to only uh, take tests. They will tell you information and then you have to memorize that information to pass tests. And that's what our education system has become. So instead of, you know, giving us books like uh, 1984 and Animal Farm and Huck Finn and all the books we all learn from the Odyssey, you know, all the books that we grew up with, they stopped doing that. They started just saying, this is what you need to learn and and. Then you have to pass this test and then you learn this and then you pass this test. And then so we've turned into a gen, probably two generations worth of kids who are now Antifa and Black Lives Matter who were completely misled about history.
4: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, I saw today that like 70 percent of millennials think the Jews caused the Holocaust. I mean, this yeah. is an article in. I saw that, too. Didn't you? Yeah. And the truth is, that's called Common Core. <laughs> you know what I mean? And who created Common Core? Bill Gates.
0: Why yeah. should we believe that Jerry poll? Cohen. Why should we believe that poll over, say, political polls or other polls? You know, don't don't you think that most of the polls are made up to to feed the narrative that they want out there?
1: Yes, of course. But but the truth is, the polls are more about um, the polls are more about uh, making people not vote. In my opinion, they're they're to convince people that there's no reason to uh, vote because it's already decided. You have to understand most people are lazy. Yes. And I have to tell you what happened in New York City because tell I was here. Tell us, okay. sister.
2: Lay it down, sister.
1: Okay, so what happened was I was working on this project called The Irish Man, which I can tell you a lot about Netflix if we get there, but maybe next time. Anyway, and it's snowing on election day. And I'm walking outside and I'm thinking nobody's going to go vote. Nobody's going to go vote. And then suddenly He wins. And guess how many people voted in New York City for Bill de Blasio? 17% of New York City voted at all. Wow. Yeah. That's (laughs) so you want to know how Bill de Blasio got in there? (laughs) Because he picked them up. <laughs> I, i'm telling you it was snowy in new york city no matter how much they say like smart people live here people were just like eh, i'm not gonna wait in line i know you know here we are
0: and isn't he uh his real name is like something wilhelm uh i forget his last he's name he's an evil
1: demon <laughs> he's
0: yeah. an evil demon yeah but he's got a. Uh, he's a german what's his name
1: yeah. Yeah. He's a communist from like birth. But that's not even the point. The worst part about Bill de Blasio is he's he really hates white people.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's I, I know
1: that sounds yeah. bad, but he does. I Or whatever his shit is, it's really anti not just white. I mean, he he's just such a racist. But like, yeah, you're not allowed to be a racist if it's white people, but no, you, I'm telling you right now, what he's done to Manhattan with. is <laughs> disgusting, <laughs> right? Right. But that's what they say. <laughs> so, uh, back, I back to the beginning
2: of this right conversation is. <laughs> if you want to be that way, be that way.
1: Well, the worst one is the worst racism going on is, uh, I me. I'm uh, sorry, guys. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, you cut out. We didn't hear what you said. Yeah, you totally cut out. I think she was going to say the BLM people.
2: Oh do, dear, Mel,
0: where
2: are do, you? Do, 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 <laughs> do, do,
0: do. So, how about that UFO that turned out to be the Goodyear blimp?
2: No, but then that turned out to be a fake narrative. I know. Got to follow through on these, Jerry.
0: I haven't had a chance to.
2: Yeah, so that became a cover up. My idea with that is what's the real story? They're seeding this new idea heavily.
0: There's lots of alien shit in the news. The whole thing with Venus and
2: hmm Right. It's getting seated. And so whether it's a fake alien invasion, whether it's a real one,
0: it's <laughs> there can't be it's, a real one.
2: It's before us. Well, it it doesn't matter. They're just putting out the other.
0: It's all demons. So. <laughs>
2: right. <laughs> Mel dropped off, but she's gonna join us here I in know, a minute. I know. It's a. it is going to be interesting to see how that plays <clears> out <throat> because immediately they rolled out what's his nuts. What is his nuts?
0: Stephen Hawking? Mr. Blink-181. Oh, Tom DeLonghi?
2: Yeah, with his new thing today. He's got
0: the DeLonghi in his pants.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Did you see that? This was hilarious. Uh, Babylon B, you know, the satire site?
2: Mm, I don't.
0: Oh, it's like The Onion, but it's more political.
2: Unless you post it, then, and I look I, at I stuff. like
0: I do post occasionally. Anyway, they put out a story earlier. It was late last night or this morning, I don't remember that said something like uh, CNN blasts uh, the peace thing that Trump did today for not social distancing. Oh
2: dear. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. Did you post that? I believe so. Yeah. And
0: then later on today, CNN, or it was probably last night after they posted there, CNN actually put out a story that said that. Oh my
2: God. You can't, I mean, seriously, that's, that's worse than Mockingbird.
0: When satire becomes <laughs> news, we're <laughs> fucked. We're so fucked.
2: Well, it's the inverse. It's all it's all the inverse. That's why I was posting with the happy house from Susie and Sue. Mm-hmm. Susie and the Banshees today. You know, it's all remember bad means good. <laughs> you know, take your meds, drink the Kool-Aid. Isn't that
0: just double speak though? Like, this
2: is the happy house. Well, it's by design and it's it's part of this web we find ourselves in and language as you know is a very powerful thing and it's absolutely being used against everyone except for those that are in command of it and so this is why we need to understand the root meanings of words and try and get a, a little bit get the reins back on this and we yeah, gotta get Jordan
0: Maxwell back to give us some learning on etymology.
2: I know. There's Jordan is good. Kristen Scott is good. There's so many people that are just rocking it right now. I mean, Jordan has his whole life. but <laughs> It's weird. Maybe yeah, you should he, text. You should text I, Mel. Okay. So she, just so we know, she didn't have, like, an encounter. Yeah, She right. was on the – we have her in Cam back here, people. <laughs> and she was out. She had some wine. She's in Manhattan. And she was out on the street, so.
0: <laughs> so I said, are you okay to BLM get you?
2: <laughs> and, you know, we're going, oh, people, for the people of the world listening to this, Jerry and I once again got called supremacists.
0: Oh my god, that was like the worst. This person, oh man, don't even get me started. I'm gonna read this review. I know we are like the furthest thing from.
2: It's like you don't even know my genetics. You don't know my story. You don't know who am I love. You don't know shit about me, and you want to say that
0: this person said this was the title of the review: more neo-Nazi dog whistling. (laughs) <laughs> People will die because of this podcast. <laughs> they can't take the reality. This is a 4chan Alt Reich Mufri's Peach Talking Points bulletin wrapped in a thin paranormal layer. Save yourself some time and skim a pirated copy copy of Behold the Pal Horse instead of (laughs) listening to this show.
2: (laughs) So we're, you know, and I wondered if it was like related to that Kelly person who posted, started this whole idea. I don't know. So, well, I think it's too funny, but my point here is, and my biggest point will always be. On your head. uh, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It doesn't matter. We, I believe in freedom of speech And so if you want to hate, hate, just don't act out on that, don't hurt others. So if you want to have hate speech and it's not hurting anyone and aside from feelings where people can turn away and click away and not listen, then go ahead with it. We are in dangerous times when people are telling you what you can and cannot say, telling you what you can and cannot think and pushing narratives and stories on people and and basically doing the whole gang stalking thing and then shadow banning it's absurd and we need to really look at what is going on with that it's it's ridiculous and you see this now it's very invasion of the body snatchers one says racist racist at anything you know point your finger at the grass and call it racist for coming up green it's so absurd well, think- so with that said jerry i hold the right to say fuck you to that poster <laughs> because your rhetoric is worse than anything i have heard or seen Absolutely. calling us throwing in that nazi, nazi
0: talk neo-nazi dogma. see this is the problem and i i mean i've, I've known this but i i'm kind of getting the, i'm kind of seeing it now that the the definitions for fascist and Nazi and racist have been expanded, they don't mean what they used to mean in the terms that these protesters use them, you know. No, it's like, it well, because for no instance, one like for yes, Antifa, Antifa, right? They consider fa- they consider capitalism a form of fascism.
2: Right, I know, I know. That's what I keep seeing that going, what? These people, Jerry, they don't understand. Like Mel was saying and like she says, th- there's no historical context. People have no idea. Right. It, the modern general, like whatever's going on in the modern soup with the, the youngins that are real young that seem to be who are being masqueraded around in the streets mostly. They have no context to history, even the whitewashed history. They have no context at all. So, I mean, at least come at us with bullshit history.
0: That's They're racist not... to say whitewashed
2: history. Oh, right. Oh, I can't say anything white. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> can't say anything. No, white. you can.
0: You could say it's white as long as, you know, it's bad. Cause...
2: Oh, okay. Kill all white right. people. Right. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so absurd and it's hard, you know, I'm, I, I've been quiet. I've been trying to be neutral, but it's just increasingly becoming, the idiocracy of all this has be? it's getting to like an absurd level, like the level of the smoke factor here on the West coast. It's oh, so absurd.
0: You reminded me, I read a story today. I think it was from the CDC or from the health guru in Oregon or Washington. I remember that, the masks are not effective for stopping the smoke I from know, the right? <laughs> <laughs> But it's going to save masks. you from the coronavirus. Oh, my God.
2: I'm going to break out my, oh, uh-oh, keyword, my old military Russian mask. <laughs> God, I can't say Russian. Lord have mercy. Uh, it's a good I'm thing re- I don't use my real name. Got to find so. this. So.
0: Cloth mask ineffective in wildfires. Oh, look, it's a fact check. Oh, is it Snopes? No, it's USA Today. Just as bad.
2: Oh, that's Snopes is worse, but whatever. They're funded by the same people.
0: Yeah. yeah George so, Soros, right?
2: Soros <laughs> and King Gates, you know, like all of a sudden our Queen Gates, I mean, whoever uh it but it's 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 getting absurd and i can not it's really hard for me now i'm i i'm trying to walk a center line but at some point it it's i'm losing brain cells listening to some of this crap and the fact that that it gets perpetuated when you so here's a good example of idiocracy they, I have I have a good I have a small chunk of land, but it's in a small town and it's a small chunk, but it's the woods around my house and you cannot see anything outside of it. So it's great. Well, the city comes and they're trimming the hedge that I planted to get some privacy from these mad people in the world before all this Mm -hmm. happened and you cannot there's a street it's on a corner and it moves into a street where you have to turn right or left well you have to stop you have to stop no matter what you're doing you have to stop or you run into if you don't get hit into a house okay so this the city worker is trimming the hedge and I come from behind the hedge and I ask what's going on and she's like well you know people we have to get We have to make the stop sign, the code visible and blah, 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 well, the sign was visible. And I said, okay, yeah, I get that, but it was visible. So what's the issue here? Well, we're getting complaints that people can't see the stop sign. And I I asked just one simple question and it derailed her programming. I said, (laughs) so people would not stop here without seeing the stop sign. And she literally, like I saw heat moving from her head and then smoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you cannot do anything but stop. You actually have to stop here. And so, uh, you know, that's what this is the idiocracy we're dealing with. And it's just by basic observation and asking simple questions that seem kindergarten level that actually, I think it it helped her. She looked at it in a different way because she's just being told what to do. And she was just doing what she's told until she encountered my scary ass on the other side of the hedge she's trimming. I was like, please be nice to my hedge
0: here. <laughs> yeah, I know. People just, it seems like uh, they're just on autopilot.
2: They are on autopilot and they're, well, the funniest thing is while she was there, while I was listening, because I was creeping this, you know, you're trimming my stuff. I'm out there. I'm really crazy like that. The mayor drove by and stopped. And she's like, is this good enough? I hate our mayor, by the way. She is exactly what's put in here. Like that Deborah Tavares talks about she's pushing all these agendas further here in my local little town. And, uh, and they all I'm one of the many people that are hated here because (laughs) I am, because I exist, right? And I questioned them and I wouldn't let them put smart meters on when they demanded it was a law. I'm like, there's no law, get the fuck off my property. I'm sorry people, I'm in rare mood lately and uh and so she she never responds to me she's they send out this it's the law we have to put smart meters on i respond by saying no it's not the law and no you're not going to come here and do it and she sends me to the the water guy because this was talking about water Mm -hmm. And, and without even responding to me as a good mayor should right no no and this is a small town she forwards me to some guy with some literature and stuff about how great smart meters are well I had already gone through this with the electrical side of this Mm -hmm. and uh and I I I wrote him back and derailed his conversation his programming on this and by derailing it what I mean was is he had no he has no jurisdiction to do that on my property I'm not He's no got no authority over me and I made that clear and I personally don't care about blacks law. Oh, is that racist because that's actually a real thing. And uh, I, I operate as as a whole different level of you don't own me baby. So he, you know, but I did end with the legal words. That you're supposed to put in, I do not consent. And they didn't put it in. <laughs> but I still went and said, you have no authority to do that. I don't care who's telling you you have authority. You have no authority to do that. Under whose authority? And this is how I feel, Jerry, about everything in my life. I don't care who is ruling at the top and sitting in their comfy blood-ridden thrones. At this point, I don't care. I'm not consenting and I don't need some legal dictionary or legal terms to say I don't care and I don't give you power. Yeah. It's offensive to me. I'm offended that people actually follow this bullshit.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? <clears throat> it works on demons.
2: <laughs> it, that, well, you, I must know them by their name to command them, though. That's yeah, the I thing. Know. There are rules with understanding the demons, Jerry.
0: Suzanne and I were just talking about this the other day.
2: About the rules of dealing with yeah, demons. Yeah. What was the gist here? Because there are rules.
0: Um I don't remember now. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I will scroll back in my chat.
2: And
0: find out. Dude, bro, it's all right. We were talking about the Key of Solomon. Oh yeah, yes. And I brought up the fact that he had commanded all those jinn or trapped the jinn or whatever the fuck he did like to build the temple. And she had never heard that story and it's from the Quran. And then we started talking about how, you know, you cannot command a demon unless you have its name. Yeah. So,
2: It's true. And uh, there are, there are these natural laws and those are the kinds of things that, we should observe and understand to get around in this realm like any good video game and so but but to just assume that the king and the queen or the president or the prime minister or your local city mayor actually has power over you you've given it away right there you've given it away but it's it's these offs that are the ones calling them saying oh i don't like that person's lawn i can't see the stop sign i might get hurt it's like bitch you're gonna get hurt if you just drive out period hashtag, maybe you shouldn't safety. Be. hashtag <laughs> safety and maybe you shouldn't be behind the wheel if you can't operate a vehicle and understand when you need to stop oh my god it's the idiocracy is just at that level now and so i'm i'm just so i'm so i finally hit my point jerry i was calm and cool and collected for months almost a year here you know like and it didn't take a mask for me to get all de- oxygen deprived it took smoke in the air what you know what's going on now it's like one way or another we're going to be oxygen deprived that looks suspicious
0: how about uh all the politicians coming out going oh it's climate change it's trump's fault that uh, the oh, the west coast is on trump's fire fault. i know yeah.
2: That's another thing. So I don't have a stake in this game. Let me, let me say, let me make this very clear.
0: Tell it sister.
2: I don't have it. I'm not voting and I don't care to vote and I'm not, I don't have skin in this game. I personally find Trump entertaining as hell yeah. as an entertainer. These people are all entertainers people. They're all actors. Uh, I don't have a stake in this game at all because None of this is anything I want to have a stake in. This is bullshit, all of it. And I refuse to stoop down and try and play it. I'm at a different level here. And, uh, but that said, I'm not pro-Trump. I'm not against Trump. I can say, I'm not, I can say this about Biden though. Let me say this about Biden. I do believe we need, Term limits, and I mean, when you start becoming clearly deranged because you've hit 80 years old, you've been doing bad things your whole life, and you can't form a sentence, you should be unable and uneligible to be in higher office. You shouldn't be in any office. And so the fact that he's actually running, that people are getting behind him, should wake people the F up and realize that this is a puppet show, this is theater. And if you can't see that by now, if you can't see that the real ploy here is to get slave owning Kamala, who's not, she's Indian American people, so I'm tired of the African-American meme with her. Uh, not that it should matter. I'm actually one of those people that think merit matters. I don't give a shit about your skin color. Melanated or non-melanated, you're you don't. You're not your body. And the moment you get out of that idea that you're not your body, you might actually have a deeper thought. And so it's this is about getting Kamala into office. And if not, at the very least, the head robot right now up there, uh, Grandma's Cookies, you know, whatever her name is from Futurama, that's a robot, Nancy Scary-Ass Pelosi. I'm saying all the words tonight. I'm,
0: I'm, wait, wait. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but I'm loving it. No, you're talking about Nancy Mom
2: Pelosi. So wait, if on this Futurama? election... Yeah, on the grandma, the grandma on future Rama, that's mom. actually a ro- mom. Yeah, the she's robot. Not a, she's not a robot. Whatever she turned out to be. It's skinny. And anyway, so in the interim of whatever voting scandal happens, she becomes the acting chief in office.
0: That's actually not true.
2: Well, this is, wait, here's what I'm talking okay, I'm talking okay. about what's being thrown out at us. So that's coming to us through the waves, the wave particles. Mm-hmm. There's no such thing as
0: wave particles.
2: <laughs> oh, don't get smart on me, I'm, I'm not. It's just it's, it's,
0: a wave isn't we're a thing. Both
2: in the, we're both in the, the Tesla group.
0: Yeah, but a wave isn't a thing. It's a, something that's done by a thing. Right. But anyway, it's actually a causality. Yes, it's an attribute.
2: Yes, uh, but that's going to be over everyone's head too. Just like saying we're not racist—that's over.
4: We're not
0: racist. Head.
2: I know, but I'm—I'm I'm not even going to justify that anymore. I laugh when I hear it because people don't know my story and don't even understand my genetics to call me such. Not that it—it bo- it doesn't actually bother me. I don't care. I think—I think you should get into, get into your people, people, get in. <laughs> You know, enjoy. Everyone else can get into their people. What do you so mean your can't... people? I know. Oh, that is so. I didn't learn that that was weaponized until I was living in Burbank the last time. Uh-huh. And that became a story. It's like, oh, my God, really? Because I've always called my friends and my tribe, my people. Right. The mm-hmm. people I love. are yeah, my people. right. They are. And so now you can't say that because that becomes somehow related to racism. I'm just all over the board here. So, but anyway, I'm I'm not into this whole thing is theater. And if you cannot see that it's theater, that what, what you're doing is creating more energy for this vampiric system to feed upon by playing into it, then you're part of it. I'm not part of the problem by not voting. I'm actually not part of the problem at all by not voting. It can you get that? Does that comprehend? Are you asking me? No, I'm just on a it's roll. I feel like Clyde Lewis or something.
0: Go tell it. I'm, I'm guessing that Mel's phone died and she's hurrying home.
2: <laughs> That's all right. I can rant on. I am feeling it. And you know what? Especially when I knew Mel was coming on, and I. I put my psychic eye on her and all this. It's like I was on Vaughn's show this last week and I I, sh- I made the mistake of getting on his Twitter and looking at him and I came like on fire. I started on fire. I'm like, I'm not, but my very first opening is like, I'm not, kissing anybody's boot and uh, you know like i came right on like fire i've just so had it i've so had it i've had it that these things are actually perpetuating that people are allowing all this crap to perpetuate and what's bothering me is people i consider intelligent jerry that are not able to parse through this bullshit i know
0: i know it's i won't get started about that but yeah i i agree and the thing about it I think that we need to realize is that not everybody is paying attention to it. You know, out of, say, the whole population, I don't know what percent, but there's only a percent of people who are actually paying attention to it. And half of those people are, uh, they hate Trump and the other half doesn't. (laughs) <laughs> and then there's a portion of in there mix and there are people who don't want to speak up what their real feelings are because
2: that's well and this is where I was Jerry I was really trying like I said months of remaining really super uber neutral because this is all a joke to me anyway and uh and I'm one of those people that I do meditate and I I go deep into self and I do a lot of work and it's I mean it's pushed even me off my off my heels. You know what I'm saying, baby? I'm I'm like, all right, the heels are coming off. <laughs> and so and uh it's it's just to this point of ridiculous that it's hard to everything. Literally everything has is politicized, absolutely everything, including the stuff that we were talking about in the beginning of Noxmante on the hive and stuff about the fact that we could be getting taxed for flatulence and if nothing else, be, be ostracized for it. And what's happened, they're totally talking about selling you the air and all this became real. What the hell?
0: It's it's clown world.
2: It's beyond, yeah. It's inverse clone world. It, it it's 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 beyond. It's beyond. And like I said, what's bumming me out, and here's where it really, this is where it got me. This is where it's hit me in the in the chest. Is that intelligent people, I know, and I've known a long time, are buying into this crap. It, it they can't even see past it somehow and i get and i'm a cautious person My, i'm actually a very cautious person uh, i move cautiously i think like a wolf i stay at the edge of the woods i i assess a situation i'm not going to make a move that's going to cause me problems you know when i need to strike i make sure everything is right to strike right this is how it happens and at this point a wolf's starving because there's <laughs> so much crazy and uh i'm i'm saddened by so many people i hate to say that i'm saddened by so many people that are well read people in the magical community especially that should understand the undermarkings of of social engineering how one constructs one's reality i mean these are magic 101 this is this is all 101 level stuff and yet when it's playing out in the collective like it is I'm seeing I'm seeing magical people that should understand these principles these principalities right that are completely not getting it
0: uh, yes and so much to unpack there the what I see a lot of the like these intelligent magical practitioners etc who are so rabid you know it's it's like their hatred for one side or the other has clouded their their ability to think clearly and to think critically yes Yeah, yeah
2: yes i just felt like you were going to go further with that
0: well, I don't want to name names. I just, I know a few people. No, no, no. We,
2: we don't do that here. No,
0: I know. Except for I'm these not...
2: clowns in, in the public.
0: <laughs> the public clowns. <laughs> we don't, we don't uh, expose the private clowns. <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll let them keep their mask on. <laughs> you know, like, I
2: mean that in like the eyes wide shut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, because all that's at play with this.
0: I know. We had a, there was a great, um. Last night on the Christmas Mistake show, uh, James had a clip of Alex Jones going, Oprah Winfrey's a vile. It was pretty funny. It looks like we have our we friend Keith. Yeah, I invited him to be a I caller. See
2: his, yeah, I see his icon. Keats, hey baby, how are you?
3: Good. How are you guys doing?
0: Welcome, Keats That's... Ross. How are you doing? For, last week, <laughs> you... we had your dad, and now you? Damn. No. You get your mom <laughs> so on there. Not... Wait, yeah, I right? Good before, luck getting a holder. <laughs> before I continue, I want to say thank you to our latest patron, Patreon, Patreon, whatever the fuck it is. Jet Petty who's in chat. Thank you Jet for joining our patron. I
2: love you Jet
0: Petty
3: We I both love voice you. Of
0: Jet thank you so much. We really appreciate it. All right, go.
3: I also want to say that uh you know, if anyone else wants to jump in, I don't want to bogart this this community conversation here, so no,
2: it's, you're here. So, you know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> so how, I didn't get a notification when you guys started. Am I super late?
2: It's an hour in, but it doesn't matter. We it, started it late and our guest, yeah.
0: I I believe her phone died because she's not yeah. answering my texts. Yeah, she was, ah. she's
2: in Manhattan. She was on the street and she's an, a rad guest, guest. So we're definitely going to redo that with her. Oh, I'm Mel sure Krell. it's
3: something, yeah, totally.
2: And I, You know what, going into her bio, though, I didn't, you know, because she's been on, she's a stand-in for Saturday Night Live. You know, she's got an IMDb out there, Melody Krell. Krell. And so I just thought that was all she was bringing to the table. But then when I put my eye on her, Uh, Because there's not a lot, I couldn't find anything really on YouTube or anything, but I got my eye on her. And just from the little bits I could hear in some group panels, because she gets over like people in the two videos I saw with her in group panels, she was being interrupted a lot and couldn't get full thoughts out. So I couldn't get a real feel for where she was. But I got enough of a feel that she was talking about some very interesting historical stuff that that moves through into the reality we have today. And she's fearless like that. And so I'm looking forward to having her on because I want, we started with Louis, King Louis and Marie Antoinette and their son that came forward and and moved an agenda forward. very interesting stuff, Keats.
3: Right, yeah, yeah. What's funny is you said, you know, she's a stand-in for SNL. And my first thought would be like, oh God, you guys would be the podcast that she gets fired from SNL. Just oh,
2: whatever. You know <laughs> just what kidding. this is my friend uh Fred Armisen is an SNL person. I'm gonna ex- I know. I'm, I was joking because of that but Shane I'm Gillis. Saying this. I haven't liked SNL since uh, uh who was the last person I liked SNL on? What was the
0: Will Farrell? Uh,
2: mm, yeah, in that era. More in that cowbell. era, more cowboy. It all kind of died for me in that era. Do we have someone else in? here? Yeah, I Is
0: invited you? Melissa. In.
2: OK, hello, Melissa. Hey, guys. So Keith, what's going on?
3: Uh, nothing, you know, just kind of keeping the straight and narrow. Um, we were supposed to be in California this week. And then you know there's a wall of fire that we were gonna have to drive through. Uh, Not to so, crazy smoke, which is right. here. So then we decided, you know, we were gonna go to the east coast, and then there's a wall of water that we'd have to get through. So <laughs> we're,
2: my wolves I, uh, are gonna trigger everyone.
3: I love it. What, this what, is for Kelly. Going,
0: what is going on?
2: This is for Kelly, the, the howling wolves. I'm sorry, Keith. Ke- Who's Kelly? Oh,
3: you're all good. I love it.
2: Kelly was, I wasn't it Kelly who said, no, we triggered someone with my dogs. I don't know. Was oh, that Kelly? no, it was
0: a person in in uh, the comments <laughs> section.
2: It wasn't yeah, my up. dogs,
3: my wolves. Let me be clear about that.
2: Um. Anyway, sorry. So you didn't go to California or you did?
3: Not yet. I think we're still going to. I have a grandparent that's in the hospital that seems a bit pressing to see Ooh. them yeah uh, so I think we're just gonna have to brave the orange skies you know I'm sorry here orange, to hear orange that skies bad <laughs> <laughs>
0: right oh the
2: sun is so ominous it's weird that you can look directly at it
3: yeah yeah sure the uh those sun gazers are getting a kick out of that
2: oh yeah well the smoke is you know I, of course you know me and the woo I believe the smoke is laced. So of course I believe all this is weaponized energy, energy, which is not woo. There are patents on it's been in use. Lockheed Martin's been using it for over 20 years. It's it's in the field. So for those people that need their science, it's out there. And uh, I believe, and then there's a good deal of video and stuff showing beams coming down and starting fires. And then we know smart meters our little bombs and all this and this is all not in the realm of woo there's paper trail and facts following that shit up so do your research sure and beyond that i think that that's what's going on but i started to wonder about what's in this the smoke seems to be the big deal right now it's all over and now the the current's pushing it all the way to the
3: east coast yeah i was going to say we have we literally have a fighting of the elements now with the hurricane on the East Coast, the air, the fire, the water, the earth, it's all being attacked. Yes, pretty, pretty, pretty biblical.
2: It is the raw elements. It it is. But, you know, so I've been and I think that one of the things that got me off my rocker here is this lack. of. It's been so terrible up here, Keats. And, you know, you lived up here that it, it has been so hard. I have been in two rooms, basically with because I'm a Victorian, I have right. layers of drapes. So I've had them closed mostly uh, and kind of just inhabiting a couple rooms because the smoke is so, so thick and I'm having headaches. I'm sure everyone else is, but I am reminded of nine, that event in New York, although I've said every other keyword tonight and, uh. <laughs> But how the smoke affected people 20 years later, the debris smoke, right? Yeah. And how people but people expect it results in like five minutes. Oh, 5G's turned on here. I don't have any problems. Well, check back with me in some years and see where your cancer started.
3: Well, it reminds me, you know, my grandfather was a smoker and a drinker for a long time, and they say his cause of lung cancer was Agent Orange like 40 years later in the war, right? When they're
2: spraying yeah. that on people saying it's perfectly safe. Yep. Whoops, Look, it wasn't the cigarette eating, you know, it's spraying it on Billy's food and Billy can eat this and is fine. Isn't that food delicious, Billy? Yeah, mom. <laughs> <You> <laughs> <MSG>. know <laughs> it's such a bullshit.
3: But yeah. So, you know, I'm just trying to, I don't know, keep measured, keep, uh, meditative, you know, doing a lot of writing, doing a lot of, uh, meditating I guess to reuse the word because we have just been we're in Colorado now so we're landlocked in this really weird chasm where the coasts that we're needing to go to for different things are you know just in in dire straits and so we're we have this animus in us that's like needing really bad for ocean or you know for something other than Uh, where we're at and uh, yeah so there's just been a lot of like turmoil kind of cosmically here I guess because it's all kind of generating into the landline that is the Rockies yeah
2: well that you know cloud seeding is a thing and you can you can pay to have it done over your farmlands and stuff so if the fires really did want to be tamed down Cloud seeding is a thing, especially the closer to a big body of water. Hello, the ocean you are, the more successful it is. So if these fires, if the governments were really invested in stopping some of this stuff that's affecting you there and other people, then we could do some cloud seeding and put this shit out.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of ways. God, I've been so insular with all this. It's like trying to stay away from the phone. As we figure out, like what we need to decide right or left with this road trip, you know. Yeah, like it, that's it, the first it, step. What can we bring? Yeah, Come on, south. I'm up
5: here in Canada and on Vancouver Island, and we've had nothing. Like we've had tons of rain day after that's day, awesome. and I've been praying for it for to go for down to you guys, but.
3: Yeah, we had yeah. a freak snowstorm uh last week. One day, fourteen inches like of snow. After was
0: ninety the day before, right? It was a hundred degrees.
3: Bizarre. day before and now we're back in 90s like it's i can't make sense of it it's 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 really just like this it's uh, control course and control yeah exactly my mom called me today (laughs) and
0: told me there's hurricane coming i'm like oh really
2: oh yeah we and, and we're just talking we're just talking up here in america and canada if you put your if you go out and look at the macro level things are crazy all over the world and now we're seeing all kinds the animals have been crazy for a while you know y'all know I follow the animal stuff Mm. but in the last two weeks it's at a new level where whales and dolphins are doing very crazy things very 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 crazy and dying off and then all those birds that are falling again and again and I can tell you where I live and in this cottage I live I have witnessed because it's I've got like a farm situation going, not like a full on, but there are flies people and I allow the flies to be. And uh, I've witnessed them falling dead out of the sky, like out of the air by me, falling dead. Now this is unusual in my whole life of not liking flies, wishing that that could happen.
5: You know, it's, it's finally happening and I bags see of it.
3: Money, bags of money, bags of
5: money <laughs> <laughs> right, right, yeah. it's, it's like Amityville horror but the whole world uh, Where's Jody <laughs> the, the devilish
0: pig when you need him?
5: Right, right? Well it's making me think about these
2: frequencies these millimeter, millimeter frequencies and the web that is being created that's thickening around us and then you know like I don't have any real
0: answers It could just as easily be cosmic rays
2: it, oh, yeah, it's a Earth, Fantastic
0: like, Four. The Earth's magnetic yes, they're going to turn into the beast. Uh, the the thing flies, the thing, right? Yeah.
2: So. No. Yeah, but to pretend like it's not happening and to pretend like it's just simple climate change. What is climate change? Climate change actually is evolution. Yeah. The climate is always changing. The climate changes. That's a, It's just such such a co-opted language. What we're seeing is weaponized weather it's a whole different game and to accept it and to normalize this and god forbid to buy into the Al Gore bullshit
5: which guy? is
2: which, well, i mean that's that causing is...
5: half your problems anyways with all these people saying you know don't do controlled burns and this is bad for the forest i mean this is poor right. management this right. is like really bad you know Listen. governing
0: yeah, it's. I mean, if there's anything to blame for these fires, it's it's Sierra Club, <laughs> not oh, uh, yeah. not climate change.
2: Or it's this. It's Jerry. I think that's our girl.
0: That wasn't me. The, it wasn't me.
2: Oh, wasn't I? Don't have that going. It or it's kids. the good club that I wanted to talk about. I'm not an
3: Apple user.
5: It sounded like a. Uh,
3: my
2: uh, phone. Like it was
5: my iPhone. it was somebody messaged me. I was
3: going to say I'm also not a ringtone or sound user.
5: <laughs> Listen <Melissa. laughs> guys it's all my fault. I'm oh, you've in the, the show tonight. You yeah. I've, well, I've got to teach my uh, I- iPhone to do jazz hands. Oh,
3: actually it was my easy bake oven my brownies are done.
5: <laughs> oh my god, that date, that
3: awesome. date you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> do they Thank even god. make those
3: anymore? That's hilarious. Yes, they do. They we do. might all be using those.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the future of baking.
3: My cocaine brownies have now finished. Mm, oh, I'm on my way over. Make a spot. <laughs> <laughs> At this
2: point, it's like, fuck it. You know, this is like...
5: <laughs> you're like, whatever. If I make it through 2020, I'll be lucky. Right. let have a well, Coke brownie. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's certainly looking like they don't want us to.
3: Yeah, <laughs> I definitely have had the thoughts of the people... Displaced in the fires and all that, but especially those homeless around there and the ones that are, you know, continual users of drugs like to match being displaced the smoke and going through detox in a government that is scrambled and fucked and unable to, you know, kind of help you or give you the social services you need to kind of get through that is just a nightmare. Yeah, sounds like a nightmare.
2: Well, you know, but the nightmare has been there's an architect to this nightmare. There's there's planning to this deconstruction. And that's where that's the at the heart of this nightmare, that there's actually an architect to it. And it's got many legs. Sure. And, so and, and, you know, that's where I guess I love the term, woo. you know, I first heard the term woo from a Victorian book called and I still have it, I should photograph it and. And post it. It's called Wooed and Married. And it's got this really charming Victorian couple. More oh, Edwardian. it's like, yeah,
3: it's like a courting book.
2: It is totally. And yeah. it's, you know, this Edwardian, beautiful colored, co- you know, photo hardback or p- picture, you know. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I think I'm going to use that
3: as. You should. Or I'm something. Sure it's with like wood. public domain now. But it's anyway. just
2: interesting that it's just the woo. Idea has come. I was in just gonna from, say, right? You see the origin. I had never in? really
3: put that together. I guess, like, yeah, when you're <laughs> wooing somebody, it's kind of spellbinding them in a way. Yes,
2: uh, you're convincing them that they should, you know, why you're why you are up to par for them to come your way.
0: Yeah, it's it's a shortened version of courting to court. Yeah, so <laughs> yes. they said
3: the courting book.
2: And yeah. so now it's you know. I wasn't really listening. Weaponize. So. <laughs>
3: It's weaponized
0: woo. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm hearing some people in the chat from Scotland are saying Jellyfish are going crazy there.
2: Yes. Jag. The the animal stuff is Hello Jag. The animal stuff is uh is crazy everywhere. Is Jag actually a Scot? Apparently. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I didn't Jag always keeps us in with their crossing our T's
0: we have we have this
2: <laughs> <laughs> jerry's getting high y'all <laughs> no i'm not I was, I was. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's all right jerry it's all
5: right uh, i run, uh, i'm running a podcast on um cults and i'm noticing humans going like if there was anyone who was marginally about to join a cult
4: they're going start
5: one they're either in one or they started one or cults are going right crazy on like it just seems like i'm that's i'm getting messages left right and center about stuff
0: so the cult business is good right now start yeah. cult. And, I, business and i'm getting is...
5: attacked by a ufo sex cult too
2: oh my goodness tell Girl. us about that i found that
0: really interesting <laughs>
5: uh, <laughs> well i had um guest cal corf on my show and mm. he's a very logical guy and he had gone undercover into the cult years and years ago and written about it and so he's updating all his information and releasing new new stuff that no one's seen before because he's been a journalist for decades and you, you know, didn't he, deal with ufos
0: <clears throat> you said he worked he del- for a- apple and he like invented yeah, the right yeah, click yeah, yeah. or something
5: um he he what sorry he
0: invented the right click or i forget what you said um me.
5: no he it was hypercard hypercard he worked on hypercard yes yeah.
0: okay sorry Go i ahead. don't
5: know <laughs> i don't know about the right click anyways he had done ufo stuff and busted cuz he'd been doing ufo lectures since he was 13 cuz he's a da- he's a genius and then, so he did regular journalism and a whole bunch of other stuff in career and all that stuff. And he came back and went through his archives. And he's like, and he's reading what people are saying and that they call it followers. He's like, I gotta do this again. So I had him on my show, and it, as it were, the Flying Monkeys, as soon as they got wind of that interview oh, where Lord. he was talking about, uh, it's been interesting. They're trying to get the his uh American representative won't say any names Um, on my show as a guest and they're harassing me and calling me names and calling me slimy. I'm like, I don't think that's how you get on my podcast. I, right. Yeah.
2: I don't, yeah. A- I don't think I want to sit
5: down with you now. And, and it's probably all <laughs> one guy pretending to be like 15, 20 yes. people. You know what I mean?
2: <laughs> yes. Or it's a bot.
5: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's apparently this one guy who's a representative of Billy Meyer UFO cult who's it's a cult from Switzerland. You know who it is. You probably it's a famous case. Um, (laughs) Apparently, he's pretending he has like a whole bunch of different handles. So it's just like nonstop. And I'm like, look, buddy, you need to go learn. Like, this is not how you go about being saying I've got the real information. I've got the real evidence by harassing me nonstop. And and that and then I got a threat, like a veiled threat. Like, what did it? What did it say? It was a he did it from like a, a place where it's a temporary email. It was um, something like um. Oh, Shark
0: Lasers.
5: It was Shark Lasers, but the the heading the header of the thing said, "Fallen." Something about fallen things make a sound. I forgot. So, uh, I was like um I, I don't that's a very unusual thing to say to somebody. I'm like I a little think bit that's a threat. assholes in this group or
3: or in this community are always so pretentious.
5: Oh my god. Yeah, but well no. the, <clears throat> this guy runs this guy runs a cult and they make a lot of money.
3: Oh
0: yeah, Oh, you know, well, when you expose
5: it yeah. they they're not going to like that.
0: And you know so s- if, speaking
3: of cults and is, money. That is that is a PhD in pretension. Oh
5: guys, <laughs> guess what? The 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 cult leader just sent me a message through email while I was talking about this. It's one of the identities. It says, Melissa, I am officially breaking up with you. I doubt you will suffer any heartbreak. Truly no hard feelings, and I wish you well.
2: Oh, well, that's very kind of I'm them. I'm so sorry. Yeah.
3: You should tell him hi because he's watching. Probably.
2: <laughs> that's probably what's
3: happening. I'm They're lying. scared
2: now because what? You've got, you know, look at who you're hanging with.
0: You got a whole
3: what, audience what a, of 30 people listening to you. That a regular
5: collection weird, of assholes over here. What a weird thing to send after calling me a slime bucket and you don't and sending me like 10, 12 emails nonstop and then threatening uh now they're breaking up with me.
3: So well, you don't want to join. <laughs> then is what you're saying. Uh, <laughs>
5: <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I kind of always wanted to have a Pleiadian hybrid baby. Oh, don't <laughs> say that to
3: me. They'll, just, they'll, can act they'll just
0: steal it out of your belly anyway. Don't you
5: don't mind. <laughs> <well>. <laughs> you're gonna get
2: someone excited and that's not good. I'm
5: I'm upset now. They broke up with me.
0: So y'all are y'all do no, you guys know that uh Cory Good is suing a bunch of people?
3: Yes. Right? I have yes. no idea who you're talking about. Okay, the blue chicken he's, cult. I'm just kidding.
2: David
5: no, Keater Hilarious. Good. I don't
0: know if Wilcox on the lawsuit. I know Cory Good is he's he,
5: David Wilcox not on the lawsuit. They're okay. just linked. They yes, know each other. They I work know, they're, together.
0: They're connected <laughs> at the hip. I know. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. And but, anyway, yeah, why are me. we talking
2: about these cads?
0: Because we were talking about cults and UFO cults, and yeah. he's a UFO cult and he's suing people for bad mouthing him.
2: Again, yeah. there's yeah. free speech. <laughs> like, what the hell? So uh, I bet he's
3: doing it, though, Understand? But slander. he's also, like, by doing this, bolstered the career Character of the Yeah. You know, so it's kind of this awesome Uraburras.
0: It's not like they're famous people, yeah. it's like CW Chanter and Cliff Eye and a bunch of other people, right?
3: But CW was able to garner a good community of, you know, like-minded, oh, definitely saying people because he was the object of their ire, you know. So it's yeah, like, but it yeah, took
2: yeah, CW it, a while to get in it. He kept saying, I distinctly remember when when everyone else was getting mentioned in a CW is like, what? CW gets no love and pushed his way into into getting <clears> some love, <laughs> you know? I, <laughs> and then, I, I
3: don't know anything about that.
2: Well, I just observed it and I thought it was hilarious when he was tweeting stuff like that. So he got some love. He got he love gave name. me
3: a good ribbing on a live stream the other day. It was a good job. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Well,
2: step right up. I'm I surprised
0: know. he even knows who you are.
2: Uh, hey what does that mean you were a (laughs) mod keats is a mod there no at least oh
3: really i didn't know that no not i didn't even
0: know you followed him
3: no not really i i heard a a talk he did some randomly about ascension programs and i really really enjoyed what he said yeah Uh, so i subscribed and kind of kept up but then realized how small the community actually is and people like sam shadow and you know brandon young and all these people Mm -hmm. knew him and yeah. they were always in the live chat so i kind of got sucked in but i like to play dumb on a lot of that stuff just because like god i i just i really don't care about calling out calling out charlatans like i just i know i know me I, either. but i do like what cw says uh you know about stuff like ascension and
2: he's it, got a lot of imagine. charisma. I mean, I really think he should do stand up personally, but he's got a lot of charisma. And can I you under-
0: imagine him in trial? Oh my god, I'd love that if oh was my, my lawyer. But I,
2: but this would be gold. I want I wanna see that. And so yeah, so, he's he's sorry. totally charismatic. And so you can see why why all that would happen, why there would be all of a sudden he got some love
3: because and I guess I shouldn't say I, I don't care about calling out charlatans i think it's more just you know you say your piece you kind of move on for me uh because like the charlatans are so obvious like cory good's a fucking joke like what are we doing here oh i know i know
2: (laughs) i don't mean
5: they're not obvious to everybody though because that's true that's that's why i do my show and talk to people about all the damages and all the horrible things that have happened to them so they're not that's that's very true i mean they're everywhere and they lure so many people in and so many people some people won't ever leave they love it and some people's lives are just damaged
3: i really hope yeah and i do think there's a place for shows like that because i really do hope that people have the like the umbrage to look at the other side and find shows that are saying, hey, this is bullshit. Like, yeah, my mind does the that Swan just... podcast was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought That was a really good like uh, multi part series. I just yeah, I think I think what it is with me, I think I'm speaking specifically about the CW where it kind of comes up every show specifically about Corey. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. like
2: it just feels like overkill. Yeah. I don't care personally. So I don't even if I see that if I see that name somewhere or even Wilcock, I just I don't even I don't waste my time. It's way too valuable. I don't even pause anymore in the beginning. Yeah, it was interesting.
5: I think they probably would like to keep that going because I mean, any press is good press, right? If right. you keep your name out there. So, I mean, what that's yeah. what. That's what <laughs> I mean. Even if you're doing crappy stuff and you're whatever, and and you know you're a douche, it's like whatever. It keeps your name in there. At
3: least they're talking about me. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Yeah.
5: What, well, that's you like, like,
2: yeah, it's like a weird. thumbs and,
3: down. You know, I'm thumbs very down up front. Is
2: still an interaction. It still I counts know. as
3: an
0: interaction.
3: I'm I'm still True. very upfront about my naivete about that whole community keep and, it that way these people you know,
0: are also so you know enamored with themselves and believe that they're right they don't see what's wrong with it
3: well i think it's a lot a lot too like in the venn diagram of you know the conspiratorial communities and the occult communities that small middle slice um is very it's hard for me to go super conspiratorial because i care so much about like personal transformation and and taking accountability and you know utilizing uh, magical paths and stuff to kind of, you know, help you be a better person. Whereas like a lot of the conspiratorial stuff, you get too far. Who it's wants about to do that? Be other a better stuff. person. <laughs> I do. I end no kidding. I do. So, uh, yeah, so should... I and mean, I'm st- I'm still like weaving in and out trying to figure out my place in it, you know?
0: So let's talk about hidden history, Tartaria and orphan trains.
5: Oh Jesus! Oh, what's <laughs> you start first, there. What's that no, about? No, I'm kidding. You want to silence
2: me? Let's go
5: there. Alex,
0: Alex is in chat. I thought I'd bring it up.
2: Is Alex Flavatown? I don't know. I'm just asking. I don't. There's so many Alexes.
0: You'd have to ask Alex. I wouldn't talk okay. to someone on public radio like this.
2: With a with a a made up name. I don't think <laughs> it's a made like up name. The. Oh, really? Because I thought Flavatown was like a hashtagged 1980s rapper.
0: No, no. He's an African-American from Arkansas.
2: Okay. Okay. Well, I learned something today. So I'm Ninja Pop.
0: Oh, and I'm here to that. pop. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what's Wait, happening ever. right now, but I just I don't up. know
2: how doxing someone by a, a handle is a thing. But that's it's just, just something sweet. I
0: don't do. It's like I don't like talking about certain people. Maybe Carrie Cassidy once in a while, but that's about it.
2: Well, I'm just saying I don't I didn't know who you're talking about. We had our guest Alex the last different a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and that's the one I thought and I I like that. Alex, I don't know who this other Alex
0: is. It's Flavortown, come on.
2: So see, I <laughs> well, was Now right. I know his
0: name
3: is Alex. Jesus, Jerry, you're so serious tonight. You need to get take a hit. I'm
0: not serious, I'm goofing around.
3: I've been on Cruising <laughs> Mistake many times and I never knew that, Jerry. I never knew his name was Alex, so thank oh, you. Holy tell sh-
2: <laughs> Now it is out. <laughs> yes, just
3: joking. Oh my he's, God. He's going <laughs> to give me double the shit now in chat.
2: You're going to get it right up the arse. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna like it, Jer. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! Is that racist?
0: No,
3: that's sexist. <laughs>
2: oh, oh yeah, right. You mean artist racist
3: to, uh, to the Scots? What
2: do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. We this whole narrative is just so funny tonight. Is I'm actually laughing, having a good time. I'm it's glad you're all night. on. It's a yeah, it was, Jerry, wasn't it strange from the beginning? I been. couldn't get in. We had a bogus link for some reason. Our guest couldn't get in, and then she gets in, and she's kicked off. It's like there is some fuckery in the air. It could be the the Gatorade, right, Jer?
0: Yeah, It could be. It's Mars retrograde, actually.
2: Is had... Venus, what's retrograde right now, Keats? Everything, right? Um, Mars.
5: <laughs> Mars
2: it is, is Mars retrograde, so but uh, and, that just is yeah. not technology stuff. No, it's so. not. V, uh, so Mercury, is. Mercury is yeah. Yeah. But well, I had Mars- a UFO
5: sex cult break up with me too. So
3: I know this is my <laughs> We're We're September
5: losing, surprise. <laughs> oh my God.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like. Right I'm on a, your show. I'm a I, I had to
2: handle it live. Whoa! This was another Vox is not a first breaking news this is awesome you need a little uh you need a care package to get through this melissa <laughs> we're going to send you nox Mente is going to send you
0: a i have a prize box drink. i have a prize box
2: oh you did mention <laughs> that well we should send that to melissa because she just got uh, had a breakup some of your dress and I'll send your prize.
0: now I-, I have to say these prizes are like nail fungus cream and Cell oh, phone pra- covers for stuff rag- from 20 years ago. Practical stuff, Jer. Uh,
5: no, Palladian
3: no Palladian <laughs> babies? No Palladian baby scrapers either. I think we do have a uh, pig fetus in a jar somewhere.
5: Oh, <laughs> oh
2: Okay, now we're talking. I got to tell you this
3: story about uh, how I got this, collected
0: this box of shit. Uh, last year, I forgot, for about four or five months, I started getting these packages from Amazon that I didn't order. And apparently it's called, I don't understand why. Were they why. full of
3: Chinese seeds? He, okay,
0: Jerry, you need your
2: backstory here. You had done the Sphere of the Moon, right? Or something like
0: that. No, I didn't, I've didn't. i never done any rituals like that. Oh, my God. You were
2: on air talking about it.
0: I might have wanted to do it, but I never did do it. So I don't remember. And this was long uh, after that.
2: You were a Catholic. Isn't thinking about it the same as
0: doing it? <laughs>
2: <laughs> in,
0: in any case, there was a thing running on Amazon where, where companies would send you, they'd somehow get your address and then send you a copy or send you one of their products and then, but they were the purchaser, so they would then review it well. It was called a brushing scam. You can look it up on Google. Anyway, I got about 40 of these packages of some stuff's pretty good and like nothing was really over 20 bucks in cost. But it's like cell phone cases, uh, styli for a tablet, you know, a stylus pen thing. Um, the nail fungus cream, a couple earbuds, sets of earbuds, things like that. Some, some anal you beads. Got,
2: is there anything in there for Igor? Mm, no, oh, sorry. Damn. Well, I don't know that foot fungus cream might. If, be if enticed, you need, to, if you need a present for
0: Igor, <laughs> if you need a present for Igor, I have a perfect one to send you.
2: Ooh, daddy. <laughs> Oh,
0: you
2: know what? This show suddenly turned into Cruising Mistake.
0: <laughs> Not really. There's no Trump quotes going off, and Alex Jones. That's true. That's true Oprah yeah. Winfrey's a pedophile. <laughs> Michelle Obama's a man. Yeah.
3: <laughs> over and over again. Cruising Mistake.
2: Oh. Big
0: Mike. Big Mike. donna Michelle on oh. that guy.
2: There's no I way we're getting monetized
0: guy. on this video. Oh,
2: we weren't when the the moment Mel came in and we started talking all the big names. We were yeah, done. She for. got quite tired out oh,
3: How no. are you guys doing on uh monetization? Like is that uh worthwhile yet? No. We <laughs> yeah. But
2: we don't, you know what? We don't we have had we have had our hands slapped a couple times right, Jerry?
3: I know. Yeah, I, I I remember you guys getting the live stream. So the way YouTube works for people who don't know is
0: that they, there's some kind of system that listens to the feed and translates the text. And then they run that text against, it's like a a real time um, transcripting, right? And they'll run that text against their allowed advertising algorithms and whatnot and decide whether or not your ad, your show, your stream rather is suitable for their advertisers and more. On two or three occasions, I would think like it was Max Egan and then Alex Stein. Both of those during the during the um, the show, st- during the stream. I'm sorry, I'm looking it up to get the exact thing. You'll see in your YouTube thing that uh, I could show you. It's much easier to explain. So right here where it says it's visible, sometimes that's not it either.
3: Oh, uh, Jerry's showing us, not the streamers. Yeah, you don't get to see shit. Yes, <laughs> I'm inside baseball, motherfucker. That's what
2: got us in <laughs> trouble last time, Jerry, sharing a little something. I was sharing a video.
0: Sharing our dashboard is not going to cause any problems. Right. But it's not going on the stream anyway. So anyway, this monetization will turn yellow and it will say limited availability, and then you'll have a chance, a chance uh, selection here to dispute it, to appeal it. So my point was that there's a real a real time um, transcripting going
3: on mm.
0: during live streams, and I've actually had live streams pulled down because I was playing music. But anyway,
3: you you have to get a, like a thousand subscribers before you hit monetization, or something like that. Is that yeah, there? that's what Ten it used hours. to be. I think
0: it went up more. You have to have like okay. uh, 25. Oh, really, I don't I don't remember what they change the rules all the time. It's the community guidelines. Did you guys see that JP video about the community hmm. guidelines? Oh, it's hilarious. No. I'll pass it around. Anyway, my whole point was that only a couple times I'll get that ad not you know not suitable for all advertisers. I dispute it right away. And when a real person looks at it, they go, like, oh, yeah, it's fine. And if you mention something about like 9-11 or Israel did 9-11, shit like that. There you go.
2: I totally <laughs> didn't say it earlier, Jerry. No,
0: I'm, I'm using it as an example.
2: It doesn't matter. No, I don't really care.
5: So you have so to anyway, have 1,000 subscribers and 4,000 watch hours. There you oh,
0: go. Okay. So it hasn't changed.
5: Clarify
3: that.
0: And just to answer your question, is it worth it? No. I mean, we make...
3: I mean any cent is is worth it, right? I guess. But, no, I mean Yeah, I was just wondering if like I, I, I just broke into YouTube like consistently mm-hmm. this this year. So I've got a long slope. But I don't know why I stopped focusing on the audio podcasting side to do the YouTube side. Because <laughs> the audio I podcasting know- side is far more like beneficial of time and of energy it
0: it kind of hooks you though once once you start streaming it's like oh this is cool there's a dopamine hit to it definitely i
3: I I got really excited i got really excited using it to become a better orator to like you know help be erudite in my speech when talking to get rid of disfluencies stop saying um all the yes, time Yeah, quit saying you know which i still have a problem with you know oh my god and and like and not saying like every five words right and well in and the
2: stuttering when you're looking for a thought i right. just says i'm editing videos all the time now and it takes like eight hours for one hour and those things are something i just catch
3: constantly
2: it's yeah. So
3: I was doing that thing where I would do a live stream. I wouldn't promote it. I would just hit, you know, going live, and just go, just whatever mm-hmm. was on off the top of my head. Called it X hexing and vexing, and it would really just be these great exercises to just let be more fluid with thoughts, because so I've got one of those really annoying, you know, hyper minds losing thoughts all the time. So it as an exercise to be a better orator has been really beneficial. And yeah, there is a dopamine hit with people tuning in at two o'clock in the morning on an unpromoted live stream. Like, what two? you get are people you from
2: across the pond? That's when you get, that's a golden hour.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's been the real pain is a lot of my good friends are in the UK. So yeah. trying to schedule things with that seven hour time difference has been been a pain in the butt but yeah it's been really fun i really enjoy it i just never really consider the monetization side of things yet you know yeah so to sum
0: that up we make maybe 20 30 cents per video
3: we
2: have a thousand subscribers not like we're we are so underground and small there are channels on here that make over a hundred thousand a month and so and i've seen the back pages of them pewdiepie makes a million a month well, that's PewDiePie. I'm talking about channels that don't have massive amounts like Joe Rogan. PewDiePie. Well, <laughs> just market. even like, you know, if you get to the 50,000 mark of 50,000 followers, you're making a really great living if you're not getting demonetized. You're not. I've
5: seen 50,000. 000- I, I think you'd have to have millions. And you'd have to have a viral video.
0: You have to have millions yeah, of views I, to make decent money on a video. I have a I podcast guess it depends
2: that specializes. on what decent, decent money is. Because I know people, I know YouTubers that have 50,000, between 50 and 60,000 that are making many thousands.
5: Many, they must be doing thousands. super chats. Yeah. They must be doing yeah. super chats.
2: Well, I've only seen 300 from NoxMente and I, I've had my friends personally put in 400 in, in super chats. So I don't know yeah. how much super chats
0: Take out. I hear yeah. it's a lot. Thirty uh, percent. So I don't know
2: mean how if that I've, math
5: works out. I've been in some super chats and they've got like so many people, and at like every ten seconds, it's like 50, 10, 50, hundred. I'm like, oh, can I have some of that? Well,
0: the, I think these bigger streams, are like Tim Tim Pool, right? <clears throat> he runs Tim Timcast podcast every night. Tim Pool. Tim Tim Poo. and they usually, <laughs> on average, have anywhere from forty to fifty thousand live viewers every night. Yeah. yeah. So well, and they also take yeah. questions from the audience, from the the listeners, and the right. way they do that is through super chat. So if you ask, yeah, if you want to ask a question, you got to send a super chat. Yeah. Yeah,
2: but I've extortion. seen the per, the channel. I'm friends with some YouTubers that have big. Well, I call them big channels because we have a thousand subscribers. Uh, I was just using but that as they an have example. like fifty to sixty thousand, and I have seen their personal paychecks. I and I can name their names. I'm not going to do that, but I've seen, you know, a lot of money over ten thousand a month coming in. Now, do you make nice. that, chair on your normal job? Maybe. so that to me is maybe no <laughs> maybe but i'm saying to so you can we can laugh that off like it's not a lot of money but well, I'll no, it. i will i know it's a lot, it's thousand money. A month, a lot baby, of money maybe bring that on
3: It's huge i'd money. be happy
2: so that's what i'm saying so it's, it's a lot context. of money to this poor
3: kid from the desert
2: it's context what a lot of money is but to me shit i mean even 50 dollars would be a lot of money coming from something i spend a lot of time on and so it, it's context and it's perspective. And that's where we've got to watch our language on what's what with, with the finances and YouTube. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because not everyone's PewDiePie and not everyone's Blair White. And these are, you know, because these people, Blair's like at a million now or something. They're making good money. but. People that have 50,000 are making good money. I don't care. So do that. Look at the channels that are making that amount. They have that amount of subscribers. Look at the hits they're getting on their videos and then just start adding an average. Just do an average. Yeah. If you're I not suppose- already friends with them, a lot of I found by asking and talking to a lot of people that I'm friends with that have YouTube channels, they've been very forthright in showing me their earnings and what's what and also helping to try and help me navigate the the realm. I love me some Blair White.
3: <laughs> yeah, I suppose, you know, too, and I like to consider myself a part-time reasonable guy. And, you know, I understand that the, the content that I create, albeit somewhat inconsistent because it's really, about me just learning things anyway is you know outsider artists and metaphysical or mental health people or whatever very niche markets like i don't foresee fifty thousand subscribers on uh you know the conversations of of me trying to glean things from people i enjoy but i could be wrong i
5: don't know i noticed on my podcast the minute i switched from occult and paranormal to um deprogrammed and cults and therapy. Um, My audience weirdly shifted. I never had an audience from France before and now 25% of my audience is from France. Oh, that's that's interesting. With it like immediately, like right away. Like it was maybe 18% the first month and this month it's 25% of the audience is from France. I never had any, really anyone, hardly anyone from Europe before, before. just US, UK and Canada, mostly
3: it reminds me of, yeah it's like with my music i have a very big uh percentage of my audience in germany yeah like and I'm f- i don't it's just it's very odd to me i'm i i do not understand why that's a thing i'm thinking but
5: I'm, something's like, going on with your topic there like i'm wondering right. what's going on with <laughs> cults in france
3: right <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you guys like you guys like southwestern kids i you mean know? they don't
5: even speak english generally French, so I'm thinking well there must obviously they do speak English, There's, but I find it yeah. weird
3: yeah. that yeah. all
5: of a sudden it, I kept the same stream and I just changed the title and boom, France.
3: What's what's the title now?
5: It's Deprogram Podcast. Oh yeah. So. Okay, cool. I mean for all I mean, for all I know, like you'd think maybe coders would look it up or something like that, but no. Um people in oh, France. I see. Yeah, yeah. Like that's because you spelled it wrong
0: on your website.
5: No oh i had to that was the only url I know,
0: I'm, I'm teasing <laughs> anyway, yeah that's um, always an issue
5: but Are no we... that's on that's on podbean that's yeah. right on podbean it's like it was a weird and it was immediate what yeah. is podbeam that's it's where a... i host the podcast version of it
0: it's like some we use simplecast it's just another mm-hmm. one yeah Pod, that's what i use Pod i Beam use anchor
5: i love anchor podbean anchor's nice expensive. that's new
2: anchor is free and it's got me yeah. out in like 16 different like i'm on spotify i'm on i'm everywhere yes, with i the should, I so should long.
5: transfer i should transfer my rssb to anchor i've been anchor is about fucking it.
3: awesome I, uh, everyone it's seriously awesome so i have the podcast entwined with we the hallowed so it's like because i do you know articles with every every audio podcast where i can also host the youtube video so it's the reason why I do that is because it covers all of the mediums mm-hmm. for me but uh it's a pain in the ass and that's kind of why i haven't put one out in like three weeks because i just haven't had time i mean i've done them and i put them on youtube mm. <laughs> because it's super easy and everyone can see them but yeah just uh you know running being an editor of a of a blog and and doing the audio podcast version there's got to be a better way you know. We have... a lot
2: of people are doing that dot TV now. I see. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: That's just an URL. Yeah. And it new...
2: be was becoming successful for some people. Sorry, Jared, go on.
0: Is it is it a website or just having an that extension on your URL? What are you talking it's about?
2: A, it's a web you have your own website and so it's a dot TV. It's just a your yeah, it's just
3: a...
5: instead of dot com, it's dot TV.
0: That's yeah. just a higher that's a top level domain. There's tons of them. You can get that sex if you want. Um <clears throat> What I was going to say is we had an interesting interview on Friday that we're going to release sometime next month, probably with James Bartley from the Cosmic Switchboard. Do you remember that niche?
2: Uh, it was it's in my tops of ones we've done. Absolutely fabulous, fantastic, amazing interview. when are, when is that getting released?
0: I don't know. I was saving it for a night off
2: it's so good oh my god it's so good yeah james really is i wasn't very familiar with him and so i had to get you know i always deep dive people before they come on if if it's possible that like mel tonight was hard because there's not much she doesn't have
0: a lot of public stuff right
2: the, and the stuff she does have, it's it's almost impossible to hear her because she's on panels, and, and you know
4: how panels go.
2: So,
0: Especially but, with Sam Tripoli.
2: Oh my God! And Who we so, love, by the way. Yeah, I'm. I'm just saying that that he's is his show, and he's definitely driving. Anyway, so that the the, the James Bartley stuff is so beyond juicy. It is so juicy. Everyone should be so excited when that drops. I I I couldn't even believe where we went. And and I'm so in line with everything he's talking about that we just went beyond balls deep. What our balls were gone. (laughs) They were were
0: purple. (laughs) They were. (laughs) (laughs) They got stretched so far. This was so good. This was so good Uh, really just it was it was like wearing a humbler
2: (laughs) (laughs) he really Um, i mean it's just amazing what and so now i'm a huge fan of his i was un, really truly unaware of a lot of what he was is about and has been talking about and yet he's a trailblazer
0: yeah he's been doing this for a long time
2: yeah, he's absolutely a trailblazer.
0: So, what
5: it, what is his title like? What does he generally talk about? Some in the dark here. I've never heard of him. Uh, I don't want you to ruin your show.
0: No, it talks. <laughs> up, his, his main gig is about um, abductions, abduction experiences. Um, okay. And my lab stuff. <clears throat> and he worked. You know who Eve Lorgan is? Evie Lorgan? Mm, no. She wrote a book a bunch of years back called uh, "The Alien." The kid. Uh, the something alien love bite i think was the name of it she yes. had this thesis yeah. that uh excuse me that ets were interfering with putting people together artificially to cause havoc in their lives either long term or short term it was some it's very long and involved i think she rebranded it to the dark cupid because she realized you know everything is demons and <laughs>
5: <laughs> oh so they were aliens they were demons yeah
0: yeah Everything's pretty Stevens. much so anyway her stuff's real interesting and i really like her and i would love to have her on the show once i've talked to her once before
4: mm-hmm. um
0: but never for one of our shows so i'd love to have her on anyway james and her used to work together and they wrote a lot of stuff together they research. they were co-researchers and i think i think he moved us Aust- well he did move to australia so i think that's probably when it ended maybe i don't really know we didn't talk about that
5: well well you were telling me one time when we're having discussion that if you hear multiple voices not good talking to you that's there's not all these higher selves that you're supposed to just hear like one one's okay but multiple means bad thing means
0: that's a personal belief a of mine thing. yes
5: that i was wondering i don't know if that's other people's beliefs but i i was it was just reminding me of people who hear multiple voices and think multiple gods are talking to them and i was like oh are, are they talking to you? Well, spirit know. guides Spirit guides, that's what it was.
3: And <laughs> in, in, this, in this scenario, they able to single one out and communicate? Sure, it's not that it's sure. a cacophony of
0: voices going on. That's that's schizophrenia. No. But this is yeah. more of when people talk about having guides, uh, spirit guides, essentially.
3: I had a really great chat with Michelle Embry uh, recently. Oh, really? Yeah, and she talked I about I listened it. to actually, that, yeah. Yeah, she studied under Paul Selig, who's a big channeler. Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't he the guy from the did, movie didn't... Thor, the uh, scientist? I wish I oh, was. There? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a SARS guard. But anyways, uh, he uh, he didn't he didn't do much. I think channeling teaching with her. It's more of a it writer. Godard, right? writing it, teacher. It Godard. Yeah. 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 And uh, she talks about it as if uh, on her right side. There's voices that come in and she kind of is able to pick them out and kind of move with it. So. Uh, Uh, Multiple voices, I think, are fine. Uh, Maybe if it's a cacophony of multiple voices and you can't single one out, that's a bad news, you know?
5: Should it be positive voices? Because I always had just, like, one voice, um, one sort of voice that would give me wisdom or flash images in my head not a right. cacophony of voices and it was never saying anything negative if it if it was negative it was warning me about something negative negative. and yeah, this is, what, this is
0: what we talked about melissa you and i mm-hmm. was that and i said that it was probably more likely your higher self being you know yeah personified. Yeah, yeah yeah sorry sorry kate's so i didn't mean to talk over you
3: oh no you're fine no i've definitely had experiences with both actually it's one of the big explorations of what i'm trying to work with with uh this idea I have about divergent magic and it's mm. uh, using, you know, brain chemistry as the other and a magical setting that you're trying to commune with and guide with. Um, I'm not saying that they're gods, you know, I'm not saying that they're. I think guides is. God, I hate all these terms. Nish and I talk about this all the time. <laughs> I <know. laughs> um, but I do think there's a communion of self that, you know, it might just be spring in the leak. And it could be either, I haven't quite decided yet. I kind of exist in this liminal space of, you know, whether it's, you know, dipping into a collective unconscious, Mm -hmm. or you're actually, you know, communing with the subconscious.
5: So. I interviewed somebody uh, about their near-death experience and they had multiple throughout their life. And when, when she was 10 years old and she had her near-death experience and she was out of the body, she was aware of a different version of herself. And I said, was it like an adult version? And she said, it was more than that. Yes, it was. But it was a, it was a version of myself that knew things that I was going to be doing at 29. And th- it showed me things that I was grossed out with, like kissing my first husband. And right. she said, it was like <laughs> at the al- ultra adult version of me but more than that and I thought that was really interesting that they're that at 10 she's reporting that
3: yeah I had I used to have dreams like that when I was a kid all the time
5: and yeah and Um, hers was she was in an accident she almost died
3: yeah that's crazy I actually got electrocuted when I was nine in like the attic of a friend's house and no one found me for like 45 minutes I'm Ooh, not sure if my, actually, my, like, I actually like my you heart did you
5: have like an NDE yes
3: yeah I, well, I, I had a very like intense uh experience but I don't I'm not sure if I was dead I, I don't have any confirmation that I was out of body or anything I could have just been tripping balls on electricity who knows you know <laughs> but, but it was very long for me I remember it very clearly there was you know there was like this this Uh, neighborhood of that looked like completely foreign to me. There's papers in the air. There was like whispers coming from each house. And I recognized later that two of the houses were actually two of the houses that I lived in. Like as I got older. Wow. So it was almost like, I don't, I still don't recognize a few. uh, And I don't really remember that much, but I remember when I used to move into these or see these houses when I'm looking to move, like I'd, kind of freak out because i recognize the architecture and everything of what you know that was i know there were more houses i feel that like when i see them i'll know but i don't really remember what they look like anymore so but you
5: mean you're moving some more
3: uh we don't know because <laughs> you yeah. said there's
5: more houses <laughs> oh yeah you have I'm, to move somewhere
3: <laughs> yeah but well, this is he's like 25 he's a, gonna move a lot more yeah you're he's gonna move more to,
5: Teaser you're off, your, by, you're Pete, off by you're a few your, years. But. Yeah, you're in your 30s, right? Close you're enough. like
0: 30. Yeah. From my age, it might as
3: well be. He's
5: 25. like, everybody's 25.
3: Yeah, yeah they are. I, <laughs> I appreciate that. If I could do 25 all over again, boy, would I. Me too. Not make some choices that I did. three. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so I do. I, I have had dreams. There was another dream I had when I was a kid about my first girlfriend, like first proper girlfriend, but didn't. Wouldn't meet her for a couple years. I remember phoning my best friend. I was like, remember on the playground, I was telling you about this crazy dream and I knew what love was like. I Mm -hmm. saw her today. (laughs) Like, and then we ended up dating, but not very long. And it was, you know, just like a middle school
5: goof off, really.
3: But (laughs) I know what you're saying. Like, I definitely I don't know if they're they have to be, right? I don't know. I've I'm such a contrarian to myself. I'm like Maybe I'm just uh, filling these memories because there's something familiar about these surroundings and people. Yeah. But I definitely remember two houses extremely specifically that I would move in when I was 19 in Portland, and a really bad one in an off year in Phoenix when I was 25. So they were different states, you know, different areas of the country, same architecture. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's intense you brought that up because I never really. I, I, I have a song about it, but I've never really kind of talked about it. it just never came up. I don't know. That's nuts well, that you brought it up, though.
2: But also, speaking of songs, I thought you were making a Nox Mente intro.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I promised you a uh, Robin Eagle song. I got to get on those. Um,
2: I d- I've done one for Michael Deacon. I,
4: yours is like great on too- your...
3: Uh, oh, on the I'm, cosmic salon. On cosmic salon, yeah. it's great. Yeah, isn't it? It's good. Well, I don't I, I mean, you should do. You should do it. But I'd love to submit something. I have Jerry doesn't like
2: my music.
3: You should. At all.
2: <laughs> I have it's like fans matter. all over too. It doesn't Jerry's, matter for America. like My stuff.
0: I love it because you express yourself i think you should mention your (laughs) your other projects that's like
2: everyone gets an award
0: (laughs) everyone gets a participation trophy (laughs) You you should talk about your other shows so everyone knows about what they are including me
2: oh i have i have an umbrella situation going umbrella corp uh the pod I have a podcast but I'm also going to do a live radio show at some point with it and also under it I have a wooed section and so what the podcast section is is the cosmic salon and I'm doing uh edited edited podcasts. it's an edited podcast so I spend a lot of time cutting out the ums and ahs and gremlins and all that it's like like I said it depends on the person but it's it's eight to 10 hours per hour of editing. It's crazy. And uh, so it's, and it's, each one's gotten better. The first couple I didn't with Emily Moyer and Suzanne, I just put the intro and extra in and I just just threw them up basically. And then I started actually editing and then I decided I wanted it to be on the level of the higher side chats of Greg Carlwood's. And I know that he does that. I know that Greg puts in a lot of hours editing.
0: Yeah, a ton of time.
2: And that's why his show's so superior. And so I wanted to raise I he's my bar, he's my standard right now. And so that's where I'm going. And it's getting there. It's really slick. It's so that. funny. And,
3: like that's how I started. And then everyone was like, nah people want it more casual. Well,
2: what I leave Keats, that? I leave in some <laughs> of it. Some of it, yeah, but there's a similar. there is so much extra that people your mind gets going and you know, you know, you edit, and so I am it's a balance, but it still takes eight to ten hours depending on the person per hour. So I'm putting that out through the Cosmic Song. Keats has been a guest as well, and that was a fantastic episode. And I have it's the only place on the internet where I have a paywall. Otherwise, you know, because I do these shows, I do a monthly show with Montana she Jordan. She graces
0: and, us with her presence
2: and Solaris. <laughs> but no, Knox Mente is like Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mac is its thing, and I come, I do my solo, but Fleetwood Mac is always there, and mm-hmm. I always, always, always. Uh, this is this is my home. And I'm this just is, teasing. I know, but you know TV's what? Phoebe's
3: great, but she's nothing without Lindsay. Come on,
2: right? Absolutely. You're so. Not. So that's what this is though. It's very, it, I've got a Patreon. I I decided I am worth some money and the time I put in and I've got all these other shows everywhere where I'm. there's nothing and I don't have an outside gig anymore. I don't show art anymore. I'm doing this. And so, you know, I don't want to be a pauper. And so I've got a behind the curtain section for $5 all the way up to just five, seven, and 20. 20 is like my producer where I I put out the, uh, I, I lay in the person's, the producers as a credit. And I have amazing guests lined up. Absolutely stunning, amazing guests that a lot of people are not familiar with. Like I just had uh, Scarlett, mrs on and she was co-writer to color out of space and mm. is involved in a lot of cool stuff in the world that people don't realize i have i just don't even want to name drop right now but oh, there funny. are you
0: know we need things. there's a lot of holes in our knox Menta calendar coming up so you want to pass some of those people over to me
2: <laughs> i've always had a list for you Jer.
0: oh i need some more now
2: well you need to let me know that i've I, always i seen- just did okay good because <laughs> you always do it so late and i'm like well here's a whole bunch get this person we got, we got like person. four
0: shows planned right now so.
2: i'm also only booking on cosmic salon once every week so it's like the next week is i have a list and i've reached out and I'll, you know a lot of people want to be on i'm like okay but i don't book it out further so I'm, i just got next week's guest i just recorded with randy Moggins and that's going to be out this week and the behind the the behind the curtains stuff with Randy that I did is uh, some stuff that I've never talked about in public. My private friends know it's 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 bombshell stuff that Randy needed to be part of. And uh, anyway, I'm really p- proud of the Cosmic Salon. I'm putting in so much time, and then the wood section that Suzanne Potter. Uh, is part of on a regular, I'm getting her on again here soon. That is like we do here. That is where I'm just throwing the intro and outro and we're having conversations and I'm right. not editing. And so, but that's only behind the paywall and that's d- deep woo. It's the wood section. So. Right. And
0: that's, I think one of the benefits for us, the way we've structured things, we did a live stream. And then I cut that out into a podcast it keeps us to our format. It keeps us to two hours. It doesn't... I don't have to edit anything. It's so much easier. It's easy for me to do.
2: Yeah. And I just wanted... And so what I wanted to do at the Cosmic Salon was... Make it really, professional. <laughs> I wanted to put out some really great... Well, we've had mind-blowing...
0: We have. Chit-chats we have, we on have. this show. But we've never never structured our show to be paywalled and that's believe me we've discussed it she and i initially yeah had. and it's not like that's something why. yeah we we want this to be free and be open and let everyone have access we may in the future s- split some stuff off i don't know i'm not planning i've got no plans to do anything like that but you never as know as
2: far as right now we're just keeping it like this yeah. and i i like it like this it's open source jerry and i are both big believers uh-huh. in that information and,
0: wants and to be free
2: Absolutely, and so I, that's why I didn't feel bad by having a paywall with the Cosmic Salon. I do this, I do the Cyber Witch Cafe, and I do the Cauldrons on the Table with B, with EB and JJ. And OnlyFans. And fans. I, and, <laughs> and then I'm on the radio a lot, Jesus. And so just on other shows, and so I feel like I've I've put in a lot of content in the world, and so I don't. I what I'm saying is I had a lot. I had guilt having a paywall. <laughs> It was so hard for me to do that, and I'm just thrilled that some people have come on board and desi- decided that the content I put you forward it. is worth something, and so it means a lot.
3: Yeah, you absolutely deserve it, and Cosmic Salon is, is primo stuff. I really, really dig it. I mean, Nox Mente's primo stuff. You guys are true through and through broadcasters. You guys are born for this and it's yeah you guys get all the good
0: i got a face for radio i've been told so (laughs) i've got to use that joke twice today
2: (laughs) and jerry's got other shows too jerry's always doing something so yeah i'm gonna be on melissa's show on
0: monday
5: again yeah he'll be out next next friday not yeah what are we talking about
0: sex cults no.
5: Oh no! I already talked about t- those, and they We're broke t- up with me. We're, gonna talk We're about talking about, t-
0: about crazy. left crazy,
5: yeah, crazy TDS stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure we'll go. I'm sure there's lots of other crazy on both sides.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a conversation about politics, which will be interesting.
5: Yeah, it's,
2: you guys always, well, Melissa, I'm a fan, you know.
0: Yeah, Melissa, we're
5: big fans. So. I love your guys' show. <laughs> we, we love yours more. I just, I I stepped a little more away from the paranormal because I was researching cults a lot. And a lot of my guests that came on, um, they're just, it was more and more problematic. And I had to be really, just for my own mental health, to just have a smaller group of more well upstairs people. <laughs> let yeah. just say that. I, I was stalked by quite a few people.
0: I think a lot of people <laughs> in the UFO community, paranormal community, are, lack of a better term, psychic vampires of sorts in a lot oh of ways. God. And, yeah. They're, it, it
3: goes every community. Every, yeah. community yeah.
0: Yeah, every community, but especially in the paranormal. one, And in the
3: conspiracy community, I'd say, too. Yeah,
0: mm. for some all communities have their, their and vampires. The occult right? community and the bad community. <laughs> and, and the political And the community. planet. You know what's worse is the knitting community, to be Oh my God, honest. tell me
5: about what it. What a bunch let's of do, catty let's bitches. Let's do a knitting podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even one? know how
0: to knit. <laughs> oh, it's easy.
2: It's like what? Knit pearl, knit pearl. Yep.
0: <laughs> it's, knitting is so easy, it's just so boring and time consuming.
2: I used to make a living spinning wool, like processing fiber. I did fiber arts forever. Did you ever and meet? I was uh, never a knitter, but I did.
0: skin I think I have to. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that might be another program memory in there somewhere.
0: All right. Well, I don't think Mel's going to join us, and I'm going to wrap this up.
2: We're definitely getting Mel back because this yeah. woman has some amazing – she's got an amazing brain, and she's got – She's very interesting and we need her back.
0: Yes. It's not a, it wasn't, it's not us. It's you, right?
2: Well, she's in Manhattan right now. I mean, come on.
0: Yeah. I'm assuming something happened to her phone slapped out of her hand by like a BLM protester or something.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Or she had maybe, you know, the wine.
0: Yeah. I just hope she's okay. And we will have her back for a Nox Mente.
3: Oh, Nish, we got to do our, our threesome with Derek. Hey! Yes, I was just talking with
2: Derek. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Can't wait. We're doing that on your show, right?
3: Yeah, so many stuff in the works. We're gonna. I'm gonna take, I think, uh, a week off. Uh, gonna come back swinging. Uh, look out for the audio podcast of Michelle and Derek, and I talk about a new ritual I'm I'm working on with mental health and yeah i'm going to be posting a lot about the book proposal i'm writing which is pretty promising there's a small publisher in in oregon that i'm excited it's oh nice and yeah and the audio sigil by halloween damn it (laughs) when it's ready (laughs) when it's ready i know you every time i talk to you, you're like just when it's ready so is that
2: how and so give us both you and michelle give us uh the melissa. websites people i mean <laughs> melissa so i look i just looked over at the chat and i see michelle Embray is nice so I yeah
0: and i put that. i put your kids and melissa i put your links in the show notes
3: i actually pulled up the chat oh my god yeah uh if anything check out we the uh that's our community of weirdo artists and metaphysic metaphysicians I guess you'd say. And synchromystics. In a very pretentious way. Yes, exactly. And uh, sadomasochistics. And uh, no, we uh, there's there's art, there's zines, there's music, there's video, there's, there's art. podcasts. There's art, there's art, there's art. But yeah, <laughs> and pragmagic.com is kind of where you get the show. Yeah, dakotaslim.com is the music. Or d- .net, Jesus. Okay, awesome.
5: Well program.com. that's With the no website a. and it's With just no a. a d and programmed because um <laughs> someone stole the other one on me and i want it to be <laughs> you know anyway so we got jerry coming on on 25th i just have the sex cult ufo show out Uh, i've got another ufo researcher that's coming on he actually did his dissertation on ufo so he's going to be on next week and Mm. i have a stage magician and hypnotherapist uh, who's been practicing for 30 years he'll be on at the beginning of october and he's going to go in the eight steps of induction and how to get out and how people control your mind what's his name Uh, his name is jonathan royal he's from the united kingdom
0: does he have a um a YouTube channel where he mass hypnotizes people. I'm not sure. There's this guy. I'm on- very <laughs>
2: excited about
5: that. Yeah, he just he just basically he's like um you know base does a lot of um work in helping people do recovery. So I thought I asked him if he wanted to come on, and it was good. I wanted a solid show from somebody who had that experience where we could say here's how they're gonna do it and it's so hard you can tell people but sometimes you know what it's harder to see when you're in it it's difficult but you yeah. know we try our best
2: that's a bigger thing in the world too right that's mm-hmm. a big idea and it's it's big <laughs> online
5: it's you know they the, the cults are going down like physical church kind of cults but they're growing on the internet so
3: yes
0: and what like a great we... place to capture minds on the internet mm-hmm. <laughs>
3: All right, also, well, We That Hallowed is not a cult. No, it's not a cult. It's a, it's a collective. It's a co-op. It's a co-op. It's an art collective We can't prove anything, and we've buried everything. So,
2: Thank you, Keats. Thank you, Melissa. Yeah, I love you so much. both. And for having me. Peeked into yeah, the thank chat. You thank you all. I love our course so much. Yes. Just, you guys are so wonderful, and thank you for spending time with us. Yes, it was
3: thanks. good to meet you, Melissa. Thanks. You Jerry. too. Thanks. Yeah. All Love right, everybody. We'll
0: be listening. See you next week. We have uh, Knox Montana next week with Martina Markova. Finally. So it should be interesting. All right.
2: Wait, did we reschedule her? No. Was that Mel we rescheduled?
0: No. Okay. I'm so confused. It was Stacy Jewell.
2: Oh, yes.
0: She's on in t- two weeks or three weeks. That's right. I recall anyway. We have lots of shows lined up. Well, we've got three or four shows lined up, but they're good. It's all female month. Thank you, Nish. Have a great night. Thanks, Melissa. Thanks, Keats. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Tune in next week. Smash that like button. Thumbs down is bad karma.